Some days are terrible, you wish that you were dead And some days are magical, like great banana bread Someday we'll be friends with the voices in our heads The voices in our heads Hey everybody, how you doing? Thanks for being here. Uh, Today's episode of The Voices in Our Heads is going to be an interview with a friend and colleague of mine who I've been working with for the past couple of years on a project who I just really admire, respect, and adore. And uh, at the end, when she promotes her websites and her podcasts, all of those links you could find in the description of today's episode. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Vaughn DiCarlo. All right, we're here with Vaughn DiCarlo. Hi. Hi, Christina. <laughs> so good to see you. <laughs> Why am I cussing right out the gate? I'm trying to not. <laughs> you know what? If you saw my True TV um, laugh tracks. Yeah, yeah. I talked in Refined Ratchet and having that good angel, bad angel, that Beyonce side versus the salon side. Mm-hmm. And it's like. <laughs> Graceful Beyonce, but that's the launch of bitch in the elevator just jumps out and just ah. and I'd be like, wait a minute, what I did not did I have to start cussing people out at that's, the gate? <laughs> that's your what did you call yourself? Like cancer, but the Gemini part of it? The the Can- dual Cancemini. Yeah, yeah. I'm born June 24th. My birthday is coming up, and I am absolutely the poster board for what a cancer person is. The the, I cry a lot. I, I'm probably going to cry at some point within this podcast. <laughs> Me too. When was the last, what, what do you cry over? Like over happy things, happy I, cries and sad? I, I cry over everything. I cry over <laughs> everything. I cry over humanity and I cry over McDonald's commercials. I, I Whoa, cry over everything. That's a range. Like I, I'm extremely sensitive as a person and I just, happy, sad, everything touches me. And I'm trying to learn how to not absorb everybody's fucking energy. Like if I walk into a room, I absorb everybody's energy. I know without being able to pinpoint it, like I'm not uh, Vaughn the Wicked Witch of the West. I'm not a witch. <laughs> I don't like black magic. Well, I don't like saying black magic because that that's a negative connotation. I'm black. Right, but, right. Um, I, I don't practice wizardry mm-hmm. or anything evilness, but like I have a very sensitive soul. So I can, yeah. can feel your feelings and I, I'm just, I absorb everything, happy moods, bad moods. And I'm just, especially now in the state of the world that we're in, I'm just trying to keep some type of positive mindset with, with everything. Because I'm like, hopefully cynical, if that's the thing. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a safe place to be, I would, I would guess, right? I think, I think, because you, you don't want to, I don't want to be those per- people that are like, oh, nothing's going to happen. Because there are clearly things happening, there's change happening, we're witnessing it right before our eyes. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it's everything's a, a mess. Everything yeah. is a complete and utter mess. And and shit is happening 
that I know it's it, there's this stuff that's been happening and, and everyone's finally waking up to like, oh, this has been fucked up for 400 years. Um, but then crazy 19. shit. We're at 401. We have exceeded 400 years. And when you say everyone, I'm going to assume you mean white people because we've been saying this shit. Yes, that's what I mean. Yes, white people. Yep. And, and, and what the white people who consume black culture on a regular basis, they're, I feel like they're probably like, uh, yeah, you have been, you have been talking about that in all of your art. And that's like, I connect that you, that white people connect to so much. Um, but also there's this just crazy shit happening with, with, I, I, I know that I feel like black people are probably tired of white people shock over Trump. Not that he got elected. Cause I understand that that's, there's way more, yeah, there's so many racists in this country. From day one. Yeah. And what, what kills me is people that go, oh, he'll never, or he could never get away with. And then he does exactly he does what you were saying to get away with. And then you just move on to the next thing. Like, oh, but he'll never, how many times do, are you going to find yourself saying, there's no way. You right. Could get exactly. Away. Or he could do this. Or he could, when are we going to implement the 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 25th Amendment? Like, he's not proven himself to be a psychopath and incompetent. He puts public health at risk for all people. Mm-hmm. Everybody want to, y'all want to scream out all lives matter shit. But when it comes to Trump, is it falls on deaf ears. Like, he's literally having people sign a waiver to come to a rally. But aren't these the same people that are believe that it's a hoax or or it's not real or it's not as bad it's well if it's not as bad why you got to sign a waiver exactly and and, his father was really stupid and 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 (laughs) the the guy the guy stares at the fucking sun during an eclipse and doesn't go blind he fucking shakes hands with people with coronavirus does it like he won't die and then he does something he's the president of the united states this is written he is the anti-christ he is the devil i'm convinced of it i'm sorry that man is the devil he he looks death in the face and laughs but only lucifer can do that i'm sorry i don't know what spiritual journey people are on that's listening to this but if ever there was a description of the devil he fits it and not only those those things that you just mentioned but he inspires the deep dark hatred even Mm -hmm. in good people like good people that that would never fathom thinking of, oh my God, I wish he would just die. Like there are good people, like I hate his saying, I hate him. And that is the job of the devil, to inspire the darkness in you, to inspire hatred in you. And he does that better Ooh. than anyone I've ever witnessed in my lifetime. Oh, that's a very good point. That is a very good point because I cannot tell you how many conversations I've had uh, with like friends or like I was talking to my manager the other day and I'm like, this motherfucker won't go away. But like you say the things that I can't say on a podcast because I'll get indicted by the FBI for conspiracy to do something to the president. But like it, you're right. He does make you think. No, I, I, no, no, no. I, I'm just saying, I don't want to say something that I. You just want to set me up. No, 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 no. No, so you know what I'm saying? I didn't say anything. <laughs> no, but and also too, you know when you see like um you're watching like a true crime documentary, you're watching the news, and there's some dude like like a like a guy who's like a serial killer, like or like who eats boys or something like like somebody does something horrible, and then their mugshot matches their insides, like they mm-hmm. look they look evil on the outside. I Trump looks like that. Trump looks like a melting 
bun. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, and, and, and what's crazy about what you just said is every time I tweet something at um, Devil in Chief, I, I get nervous, like, oh, my God, what's going to happen to me? Because we, we're comedians, right? Right. We, we're held accountable for every freaking word that we say. Isn't that meanwhile, funny? meanwhile, the president of the United States who has actual power to affect your actual life mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. tweet the things that he tweet at, tweeted out, uh, for instance, about that 70-year-old man. The conspiracy and, theory. Conspiracy theories. And put this 70-year-old man's life at risk. But we as comedians are going to be held accountable for our words. But he's not. Yeah. It's the most, I don't know what matrix we are living in, but it's weird. It's so weird. I saw someone tweet out or um, post a meme or something. There's so much floating around. (laughs) But they had said, um, I I laughed so hard because I was like, it's so true. It, It said something to the effect of, wow, the producers of Black Mirror really did a good job putting us in the movie instead of making us watch it on Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say. That, I'll yes, say. you nailed it with that man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That and, and it's like, there's so many, there's so many slaps in the face that, um, that I feel like white people are now, or more white people are finally like, oh yeah, that's fucked up. Like a like a like a monument of a Confederate soldier. The argument of that of of keeping that you're erasing it from history. You're not erasing this person from history. They're still in the books. But a fucking statue, motherfucker, okay. a statue. It's bullshit. So when was the last time uh, you 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 wanted to keep a memento? Mo, 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 mo. Oh, it happens all the time. I'm very um, sentimental. I'm very yeah keep all memories of the 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 men who have broken your heart so to speak it's it's called guys we fucked the anti-slut shaming podcast (laughs) (laughs) i'm 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 not um explaining myself right um the confederate lost so um they are um they are literally anti americans yeah and you want to hide behind your fake ass patriotism yeah your beat it's bullshit and what we as black people have always known that we we cry out we talk about and people are like oh won't you get over it slavery was so long ago no it wasn't it wasn't no it wasn't how the 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 50s and 60s and 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 the the jim crow era and all this it's now it's Mm -hmm. now it all trickles down from there it didn't just fucking disappear nope because that's that's when the police came up confederate flags and all this and you want to call it southern pride well let me tell you something about your southern pride it has nothing to do with with grits okay it's not cornbread and grits it is fake patriotism hidden behind what is really you're hiding behind the the flag and fake patriotism because you too coward you too much of a coward to just say yeah white white supremacy is what I'm all for. And I wish I could still say the N-word without repercussions. I wish I could uh, still lynch Black people for sport and hang on. And by the way, uh, this, this is something that's driving me freaking crazy with all this gaslighting, because that's what it is. Yeah. When you literally tell someone that they're crazy for seeing what they see, 
the facts that are right in your face, which is what, what America has been doing to black people this whole time. What, no, 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 you're, no, you're just isolated incidents. Oh no, this, this doesn't happen all the time. Oh, the, it's always an excuse. It's always this, it's always that, it's always something. It's never what it is. That's gaslighting. Yeah. And it's also uh, uh, one and two of propaganda. Yep. Tell a huge lie enough times and people will start to believe it mm-hmm. as truth. That's number one. Number two is what? Blame the, the other side for it's what a, you're guilty of. Exactly what they're doing. Every single day. It's Every single day. I, I, I would I would fucking explode. I mean, I see that they're they're saying that, you know, back when Colin Kaepernick first started kneeling, the they spread the lie. He's he's kneeling because he's disrespecting the men and women that serve the United States Armed Forces. That's a lie. He's he was protesting police brutality. So they spread that so far and then they blamed it on him. And then all these players, no one wanted to. And then the few that kneeled got shit, too. And then no one said anything until. Finally, the head of the NFL, after here's what we want you to say, was given to the, he was given a script, right? Because you were talking to me about this last week. So the thing with Colin Kaepernick is everybody um, that wanted to call that peaceful protest of his um, disrespectful to the flag, um, they're full of shit. Because mm-hmm. first of all, when, when he first started doing it, he just wouldn't stand. For the statue of Statue of Liberty, for the um, for the national anthem, pledge of allegiance. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the pledge of allegiance. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm day one of my and period. I'm like, ooh. A Purple Heart veteran said, "The way to be respectful of those who have served and honorably is to take a knee, and then that oh. way you have your." It, this came from a Purple Heart veteran. Told huh. him that taking a knee is a more respectful route than just not standing for the national anthem. And therefore he did that because, and that within itself acknowledges, all right, I'm not saying every single solitary, but I am saying that this is an issue. And thank God for comedians, Mm -hmm. because if I hear one more person Say it's just a few bad apples. Uh, do you, I'm, I'm like, do I have to sit down and just tweet Doesn't Chris matter. Rock's joke to everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With it? It's like, he said, no one said it better. Some jobs just can't have any bad apples. He, and it's, it's funny, but it's so true. He said, uh, American Airlines can't be like, <laughs> most of our pilots <laughs> like the land we just got a few bad apples that like to fl- fly into mountains mm-hmm. bear with us like if that doesn't say everything but but that's why i think uh, honestly why comedians are under attack for being responsible for their words and and tiptoeing around every little thing because i think that comedians are the last place where people can actually find the truth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely people, Trevor Noah on, on Comedy Central, on Daily Show, and, and um, Saturday Night Live's Weekend Update 
Cause there, it's like, okay, it's going to make me laugh, but I am going to get an aspect of truth that I'm really, yeah. everything else got to slant some this propaganda bullshit happening. It's the okie doke, AKA mm -hmm. gaslighting. Everything is so confusing. And we're, we are in 2020 where there is so much information and I, we're probably at our stupidest. Like not, everything is just, oh my God, it's, it's chaotic and it's a mess. And that's why I also know that Trump is the antichrist because it, the devil inspires chaos. <sighs> Shit. You're real. That's a very solid theory that I don't think that's, there's a lot to support that theory. And, and someone like the president of the United States, who's supposed to know about the history of the country. Um, and it, and it, it didn't surprise me because I was like, oh, this is one of those things that I normally would go, what an asshole. But no, this is who he is. He doesn't know the significance of Juneteenth. He's holding a rally in Tulsa, or he's since moved it. He just moved it. Holding a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where Black Wall Street was bombed. Okay, what we're on. not doing anymore in this woke state, now that everybody is woke, including white people who haven't been right. woke, is uh, give a pass. He does not get a pass from me that he didn't know the significance of right, Juneteenth. It's fucked up you you do know yeah you, it's on the calendar it's on your iphone calendar you come on no he did it on purpose like i know no more passes no right. more passes now i right. i am sensitive to the fact that everybody don't know everything right I, right right so i i don't mean to sound like a contradiction in the same breath because you, you sometimes but the president knows but given his resume he knows. Mm -hmm. He said he didn't know that the, when the looting starts, the shooting starts, wasn't a, a racist that stemmed from some, some bullshit racist stuff in the 60s you, during riots and all. Yeah. Stop. Stop gaslighting me. I'm not, I'm not having it anymore. Yeah. Now, am I going to be fair to someone who just doesn't know? Yeah. You, you and I had a conversation when, <laughs> when <laughs> your bloody feet yep. tweet. You started getting dragged on social media. Yeah. Feet thing. Now, granted, you came home, you marched. I know you, so I know your intentions are good. You have a yeah. pure heart and you care about people. Um, and do I believe that when you tweeted out that, you know, you came home with blood in your shoe, that that went over your head? <laughs> I believe you. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But yeah. did I understand why you would start getting dragged along social media yeah because mm -hmm. it, it, it just goes back into our history of white people consuming black art when it's convenient for them mm -hmm. because i i'm a black person and it, i the first if i hear bloody feet i'm gonna think of slaves i'm gonna think and i i suggested several movies to you one of them i watched gloria yeah you watched it yes when he pulls the shoe off of his body that's just one of many references that came to mind when I was talking to you. But when you said that you had never, you were like, Glory, no. I was like, this is the shit I'm talking about. Yeah. Glory, a 1989 film, Civil War, Black soldiers, racism at its, at its best while we're fighting in the Union Army and even still being treated like garbage. And you never even heard of the film. Never watched it. So... Yep. And that's a there big a piece of, of there is a huge level of ignorance, but like yeah. white people do consume our art when it's convenient for them, because there's a lot of white people that never saw glory, but you could recite all the Lil Wayne lyrics up and down the fucking uh -huh. aisle of ratchetness. 
Yes, that's right. And if you look like uh, you look at on YouTube, you look at videos of Kendrick Lamar's concerts. It's all like there's this one. It was the video was so funny to me because it was all it was almost all white people. And I was like, what? And they were rapping along the whole thing. And I'm like, I fucking hope you understand. Like, you don't you don't understand the history of what you're saying. Ah, that's weird. That, and that's like, but you need to because you're missing out on this huge part of why this artist is speaking what they're speaking. But yet you're connecting to it falsely. I, you know, it's it's a it's a thin line. Yeah. Because it's like it's it's art, it's fun, it's music. Some people just there's songs that I don't know the lyrics to, but the beat is hot. And I'm yeah. like dancing my ass off. And then one day I hear the lyrics, like, wait, what am I dancing to? Oh, so, you know, I'm, I'm always a pe person of fairness and I, I play devil's advocate. You know, I can see both sides. Uh, uh, I can see both sides, even if it's against me and I try to be fair. Um, but I'm definitely at the point where I'm not giving no bullshit passes. Now, if you don't know, you don't know, but once you know, know better, do better. Exactly. If you're just using it as like Drew Brees, when he came out with this statement, you know, with the NFL and, and at this time, George Floyd has passed. There's, 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 there's uh, protests everywhere globally, not just the fit all, all the States, all the United States, but globally around the world. And you choose to say, now I'm not saying he, he doesn't have a right to feel how he feels. We all do. That's our American right to feel how we feel. But the insensitivity, at the time of saying, I will never, ever feel like it's okay to disrespect our flag. Dude. Willfully ignorant. I'm not going to keep having a conversation with you about this. Now, when I told you about the bloody feet thing once, I will never tell you again. Mm -hmm. If I catch you out there with the same yes. insensitivity, yeah. then I'm like, oh, she know better. She don't want to do better. Exactly. So you're showing, when people show you their true colors, believe them. I, I believe in a fair chance. But Drew Brees is full of shit. You hide behind a flag and hide behind fake patriotism. And I can appreciate that, that he has a resume of doing good in communities and, and him not being that particular type of person. But I do also know that you are aware of everything that's going on. Anybody who says they're not aware right now of George Floyd and, and all these things that has happened within just within the past couple of weeks. And that it still happens. Ignorant on purpose. So I have to look at what is your purpose behind being willfully ignorant? What is it? I don't, I, I don't I, know because I'm in the mind and heart of a racist. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. But yeah. Well, what I do believe in, in mm. uh, about people who hide behind white people, who hide behind patriotism and a flag and, and Southern pride and all of these things when it's not about the flag, they don't mm -hmm. care about the flag. Cause if they did, they wouldn't be wearing it and shit. And that's against the, the rules of patriotism too. You're not supposed to wear a flag. You're not supposed to burn a flag. There's rules, but you break them when it's convenient to you. Mm -hmm. So what I think that those particular white people are fighting for that they are too cowardly, um, to say or even admit or may not even know that that they are this pathetic but what they're really fighting for is white privilege mm -hmm. white supremacy the the actual definition of equality will would mean 
that you and I walk into a room and we have to compete on the exact same level. You don't have a leg up because you got the complexion for the protection. You walk in and you and I are equal as black people, uh, black people, white people, whatever. We're actually equal, actually equal. Now imagine that. And look at what black people have been able to accomplish in all of these 401 years with, with the white supremacist knee on our necks and foot on our backs. Look at what has been accomplished without these type of people letting up. So yep. imagine now we have to completely compete in life on every playing field as equals. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're terrified of it. Yes. They're yeah, terrified of true equality because that's what true equality is. That means you don't get any passes just because you white. All your passes are gone. We are completely equal. Yep. Those, those, those people are so scared. And to the point where they will cling on, like one of the, one of the many thousands of things that are happening right now that make me feel just fucking nuts is like when Obama did his live Zoom show and he had um, city council members from Minneapolis come on. And it was such a great, it was just so nice to hear him speak. And relief, right? <laughs> it was just like, oh my God, I don't like it. It. He spoke with empathy. He took his time. He meant what he said. He had artists come in and showcase their skills. And he had this spirit to him that, oh my God, it's just. He gave information at the end yes, of the day. He told us what we needed to do. At the end of the day, we've already, we already know voting is important, but I, I don't think that people have really known the importance of local local government and voting in local elections, not just for the presidency, because a lot mm-hmm. of things that happen with um, our police departments and, and, and like bad sentencing and, and judges and all these things happen on a local level. And these people are voted in too. And if you're not showing oh. up to vote, then these are the people that are, 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 they're, Make they're are, are deciding who goes to jail. They're deciding who gets the money. Yeah. They're deciding where the district is, the line is in the district of who gets to vote to where. And it's and, and it's absolutely a possibility that two people could do the exact same crime to to the T. But if you're white, you get two years, and if you're black, you get twenty six years. How yeah. is that possible? Like a crime should just have it set amount. It shouldn't be decided by some dude in a robe that decided to wake up on the wrong side of the bed that day. Yep, exactly. Oh, it's, because- oh, okay. His father gives money to the school to this college. Okay, yeah, we're gonna let like bro, fucking Brock Turner, fucking white ass, fucking ugh, three months, and then that motherfucker got out early. He got less. It's like, oh my god, what the? It's so obvious. Where, where black people are always, they're they're always putting the finger at us when it's like when we point stuff out. It's like, oh, here they go with it again, making yeah, gaslighting. It is because it is. There is absolutely no reason why someone could go into a church, pray with them, and then shoot them all based on their race, based on the fact that they're black, and then the police come. They they somehow. Carried out out with a vest on. That motherfucker had a bulletproof vest on. But a a drunk man in in, in In Wendy's. Wendy's. So, 
look, and I'm not condoning any crime on any level. I don't think anybody should be doing against anyone ever. But the the discrimination, you're not going to keep gaslighting me into believing that I'm seeing something that I'm not seeing. Yeah. It it is about race. Y'all made it about race. And then you tell us we're making it about race. That's a propaganda. Stop accusing me of what you're guilty of. Uh-huh. Stop. It's it's textbook abuser situation because it's like it's a white problem. It's the white the white people that are still holding on that are still afraid. They they are they are the problem. That's where the problem and is. It's, ingrained. it's so deeply ingrained that sometimes right. they're so stupid they don't even know that they're being a parent. Like Laura Ingram, when Drew Brees made his comments about the flag she came right out of her mouth and was like he's a person it's it's bigger than football he can have an opinion when just a couple (laughs) years prior she told lebron james and kevin durant to shut up and dribble when they made comments political comments about Mm. uh, the president so and people are like oh my god she doesn't even see her own hypocrisy yeah and and you know why the same reason I believe that that this uh, murderous ex-cop, Chauvin, could in broad daylight put his knee on a man's neck and, and just take the last breath out of his life without zero remorse is because they don't see us as human That's, beings. Exactly. Yeah. It's very that, clear. No different that people go hunting, right? So it's no different than killing a deer and putting a deer's head on the wall for all your friends to see. They used to lynch black people, hang them on trees, and then make postcards. Yeah, that's... that's Very, very obvious, Laura Ingram. You see LeBron James and Kevin Durant as people who... Black people are supposed to be uh, servants and entertainers. You entertain me and you serve me. That stems from slave. That's a slavery mentality. But Drew, Drew Brees is a person. He, he has an opinion. He's allowed to have an opinion. And and why somebody like Laura Ingram can't just fucking say? I know that I know this is a. I live in a dream world sometimes, and I'm like, when will we just get to a point where the motherfuckers like Laura Ingram who don't think black people are people because in such obvious ways that she broadcasts on her own television show will just fucking admit it and stop clinging to the fact that she's not racist or doesn't look at black people that way? How it's so fucking obvious. What are you just gonna be honest? that's the number one question, right? But here's the thing. These races are not going down without a fight. There has been four, possibly five, I've seen the four um, confirmed, but possibly five Black people that have been hung on trees trees. in the past week. Mm -hmm. Within the past couple of weeks. And it's suicide. They are calling them suicides. Oh, okay, because all of a sudden, black people are hanging themselves from trees. This, this is the new trend. This, and, and you want me to believe that. You want me to believe that because, of course, it possibly being a lynching is a ridiculous thought. This is, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I'm not, you, you don't get a pass for blatantly disrespecting my mental capacity. Like, mm-hmm. Two yeah. plus two always equals four. And you keep trying to tell us it equals five. So there are people that are boldly, we've we seen the videos, there are people that are boldly out there doing 
George Floyd challenges and, and making fun of his death and all types of, there are definitely some bold racists out there, but there are also racists that are in position like Laura Ingram, uh, Tommy Lauren, even Owens, Donald Trump, people that are in position that the propaganda gaslighting okie doke route is more, um, beneficial because that's how you keep systemic racism in its place. Yeah. You pretend it's not happening. And then you go, and then you say to the people saying, Hey, we're being discriminated against our families. Our sons are being murdered. Well, did you have, and then you blame it on the crime or you blame it on income. And it's like, Jesus Christ, you fucking idiot. You fucking idiot. Like, how do you just, it's, it's right there in the history books of when the police became to powers, when slavery became illegal. Like it's, it's just not, and prisons are private institutions. Yeah. So we could we could go down a rabbit hole of mm-hmm. that debacle. But I say research on your own because at this point, black people are tired. We have yep. to be teachers, we have to educate you, we have to be lawyers, we have to be FBI investigators, we have to get petitions going. All it is just to say, hey, black lives matter. We're human beings. And then even that gets slipped into, well, all lives matter. Nobody fucking said that they didn't. We're just trying to illustrate and point out the fact that there's a lot of shit happening that suggests that black lives don't matter. Even something as simple as shut up and dribble and mm-hmm. something as, 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 as horrific and disgusting as a broad daylight lynching on camera where you look, look the person in their face. Like, I don't, his life doesn't matter. Huh? The hilarity that that's exactly what we're seeing. Mm -hmm. And then you tell us we're not seeing it. So at this point of our uh, collective society's collective woke state, that's where you go. Okay. No more excuses. No more going, oh, well, maybe. No, you know. Mm-hmm. You know. And if you don't know, I'll give you one fair chance. Like, the, back to, you know, <laughs> your, your bloody feet. Like, all right, Christina, let yeah. me explain to you why you are getting dragged on social media for that. Yeah. And, and even the, the clips that I saw with, um, from Guys We Fuck, where you and Corinne were describing. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... Okay, well, you literally said he doesn't act black enough. I don't yeah. like black people try to act white. You know what I'm saying? The stereotypical, that contributes to it. Absolutely. And who the fuck is anybody who's not a black person to tell a black person how black they are? That's absolutely fucking insane. Yeah. Well, it's- it was leaning towards the stereotypes of yeah. black people, the thugs. And that's why a 12-year-old boy named Tamir Rice could get shot holding... A, a toy gun yeah within I, because and, and you i think at the end of that clip you, was it you or corinna was like yeah nico has that were you talking about nico white oh no 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 this guy no 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 another one uh, a previous guest oh, on on guys he fucked that i uh nico, i think I'm, you're talking about nico white no no this thing from <laughs> like, what wait what did we say about what do we say about the nico well, when Corinne was describing, um, you know, he has a deep voice, he's tall, basketball, oh, oh, oh. you know, stereotypical black, I'm attracted to the black thug. Right, and right, 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 right. I think you had said, yeah, Nico has that. Like, he has no, that that's, 
That's a, no, no, no. That's a guy. That's a guy who'd been on Guys Who Fucked. Nico's actually not his real name, but that's yeah. Oh. I said that because that's somebody who I had I had been with. Somebody I dated. Oh, oh okay. I, well, he, I don't know. <laughs> that so that that episode was from from two thousand. Was like I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's somebody. It's somebody I met when I worked at the Apple Store. Um, but um, either way. But yeah, like like in that in that clip that an innate stereo a, a viewpoint that yeah. is just like how far do black people have to go with a foot on our back and knee on our necks to to prove that we're not all just one thing mm-hmm. we have barack obama <laughs> we have oprah winfrey we have mm-hmm. all these you have people in so many different areas not just sports not just uh, every area in every area there's you could find an accomplished black person and what 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 we're really exhausted of is we have to be the absolute best to even get in the door a, a, a mediocre black man can't be president hell um, you if you look at just comedy shows but a right? shit white guy can <laughs> if, if you look at comedy shows right there has been, I'm pretty sure you heard this before. Many black comics say, oh, they've been told they got, they got too many black comics on the show or they only have one or two black comics, yeah. right? And, and you put one or two black comics on your show, they're likely to be the funniest, because we yeah. all got to be the best at everything. When do we get to just be mediocre as fuck? When can I just be on a show and just be mediocre? And I'm a woman. I'm not even going to add that to, to because we're, we're just talking about the black part, not yeah. the, the woman part, this part, the, just the black part. So you could be a mediocre white comic and be on mad shows, plenty of yeah. shows. Yeah, I see it all but the time. As a black comic, you'll be told, ah, too many black comics makes it a black show. Like that doesn't even make sense. How about I'm funny as fuck? I'm probably going to be the funniest person on the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, every comic they say the funniest person on the show. That's it's a, true. That's a good but it's what we have to tell you know, ourselves. Thing or yeah, <laughs> whatever it is. But in terms, you get what I'm saying. In terms yeah. of being a black person, no matter what the career or career path, you have to have the mindset of I can't just be mediocre. And and that's a great thing because look at what we have accomplished. Yeah, but then you don't. But you still don't get the respect from your country. Exactly. And what because the fuck is that? Like, have Barack Obama and you could and you can yeah. name any accomplished black person down the line and the stereotype is still thug yep this street this pathetic street person yep yeah why and is, I uh, by design because to keep to keep black people down that's why that's why that word is said and it's and it's you, you would we had talked about this uh, a white person thinks thug is just a white person trying to get away with saying the n-word that, and that word has been used against black people to have them killed. And it's like the, the second that I like Corinne had said the thing on the on guys we fought. Corinne said the thing about about the thug black guys. And I, I was like, uh, and I didn't I just fucking sat there and I didn't say anything. But I, I in my I fucking knew I'm like, that is not OK to say, but I'm not exactly sure why. So I'm just not going to say anything. And it's like that fucking complacency that it's yeah that I that yeah. I did I that whole important layer that I but not the whole thing I I didn't hear the whole thing I did see the clip because like I said when you were 
the dragging. There was yes. just the whole hey, yeah, like yeah. The bloody feet thing just opened all kinds of doors, right? And that's what social media does. It, For it, sure, it, yeah. Um, so I did see those clips, and I do remember you saying, "What, what does that mean?" You know, it, yeah. But I knew when I said that, I was like, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to address it, but not knowing how. Um, and, and that's, look, like I said, we're, we're at that place now where um, if you saw Reverend Al Sharpton speak at um, the first George Floyd funeral, his eulogy was amazing. He had a lot of great analogies. And um, I talked about it on my podcast. The last podcast I put up for Coach Vaughn podcast, I did a um, 2020 year of vision in HD, like Ooh. clear vision. Like there, the symbolism of 2020, 2020 is the year of vision, right? And it is just, all of this mayhem is just bringing us very, to a place where we are very clear. Mm-hmm. And one of the analogies that, uh, Reverend Al Sharpton had used in the, in the eulogy was he he gave an example of being late to a meeting one time because time had moved forward and he forgot to set his watch forward. So he w- he didn't think he was late. It wasn't on purpose. He was just operating on old time. That's what 2020 has done. We have moved forward. You are operating in old time. If you mm-hmm. think you could pull an okie doke on me and tell, stop hiding behind the flag. Stop with this fake. What you are holding on to is your white privilege because you are terrified of true equality. Just, just come to terms with that shit. Yeah, and I wish that those people would understand that. You could get more. You could get a higher salary as a mediocre white person yeah. than an accomplished well-skilled black person Mm -hmm. so just say what it is and maybe if you deal with your own internal evil yeah your own internal insecurities and fear because look uh, 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 what 52 or 53 percent of white women voted trump for trump Mm -hmm. they don't like themselves the amy cooper law right now in new york that says if you it's a it's a hate crime to call the police on a black person and, and report, false reporting. On there is one? And oh, thank God. I bet you she didn't think she was going to be famous for that. But yeah. if that didn't happen, if she didn't call the police and put her I'm, I'm a scared little precious white woman voice mm-hmm. on and accuse this bird watcher, <laughs> bir- yeah. a bird watcher, yeah. a fucking bird watcher, but he's a black man, so he must be a thug, right? And she you know, knew that that was clout. She knew the cops. So hypothetically speaking, let's say that didn't happen. Do you think she would, would have been out marching too? How many mm-hmm. white people do you think are out marching and doing all this shit, but secretly are going to put their vote in a particular paper? Oh, one of the, yeah. One of the first things I tweeted out, because um, the first thing I said was, wow, that's beautiful. Um, it, it was a picture. It was a line of uh, white people, and I zoomed in. It was all white women. They had formed a barricade, like a line, to protect black protesters. Mm-hmm. I think the hashtag or the, 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 the post said something like, this is how you use your white privilege. Like, they were protecting black, uh, black protesters from the police. And they, they were arm to arm in a line. And I was like, wow, that's be- beautiful. That was my first thought. My, that was my hope, and that was my my inspiration inspired uh, 
it, that was my Beyonce. Yeah. The launch was like big. <laughs> 50, 50, I'm getting it wrong, but over 50%, somewhere between 53, was it 53% of white women voted for Trump? So I tweeted out, keep that same energy, ladies, when it comes time to vote. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you could put on whatever face you want to, right? You could, you could say I'm doing this and say I'm doing that, but where it really counts is when you step behind that voting booth, whether it's locally or, or for the presidency. And you know that vote is power and it's gonna either continue to keep systemic racism going or, or stop it. Mm-hmm. But that fear of, oh, I have children, my children are, are going to, in their future, have to compete completely uh, yeah. equally. Yeah. My, my, my legacy of people, my people are going, wait, what is this? equality thing again oh no don't the the flag holy shit the flag every time i hear someone say the flag the flag the flag all i hear is i'm afraid of true equality yes the flag is being used as a kkk hood that's That's what it's that's what how when i see somebody and i saw it one time in new york city it was like a month or two ago it was a pickup truck with a fucking giant flagpole in the back of the bed and a giant American flag. And the, the first thing I thought was, this guy's a racist. This guy, like, the, so, so the, the, again, the gaslighting into thinking that black people are disrespecting the flag, people like Colin Kaepernick are disrespecting the flag um, when they kneel during the, a football game's national anthem playing. And, but they are the ones turning the flag into a KKK hood because that's what it, it, that's what it feels like now. I, I don't know about you, but usually when I see images like that, I see a Confederate flag floating yes, around. Yes, always. So there is, no, there is no higher level of disrespect to the American flag than the Confederate flag. Yes, because the Confederate lost. You fucking lost. And you can't so, say that that war wasn't about slavery. You just you can't say that. You want to run that by me again that the Confederate flag is about Southern pride? What part of Southern pride? So it's shrimp and grits, like what cornbread, what Southern pride are you talking about? There is such an ugliness to these white people. It is so disgraceful and it's so, they want to keep other people down that are doing better than them with the laws against them because they're too scared. At the end of the day, if I, if I, I meaning that particular racist white person is broke as a joke, poor as shit, they ain't on Donald Trump's fucking friend list. Absolutely not. I had a, um, yet they love him. What I used to do, I had a bit I used to do, um, it was like 2016 because it was about watching Donald Trump on his campaign trail. And I saw him, um, you may have seen me do this bit, but, um, basically I, I said that I saw him on a campaign trail and he was holding up, uh, he was in one of those working class states, like where I'm from, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and he was holding up the most beautiful white baby I ever seen in my life. I didn't even know y'all can make babies that pure. Like this was the pure <laughs> white baby, right? The purest of the Glass eyes, yeah. <laughs> this is, this is the, you open up pure white baby in a dictionary, that's this baby. 
and he was holding a baby up and you would think a man of his influence will say look at the future president like me or or look at the future real estate mogul like me you know what he said ah a future construction worker oh <laughs> and gave the baby back because that's what he think of y'all too yeah He's not Friend. there's no he, there's only green there's no black white or brown where he's from it's just green mm -hmm. it's yeah, that's just awesome. green so stop acting like that's your boy he's just he's just digging into your evil and the only yeah. thing that you have you pathetic ass loser is your skin tone you ain't got shit else you yep. have nothing else that's all you have and when you look in the mirror and admit that to yourself, how pathetic are you? Like, read a book, you know? Educate yourself. Be, Educate do something yourself. you could be proud of. Obama did. Stop being mad because LeBron James is one of the most accomplished athletes on this planet. He is at the top of his game. He's the best at what he does. And he's an incredible businessman. He has built schools. Mm. The list goes on and on and on. He is so much more than shut up and dribble. Yeah. You, he has a better track record than the president, including being a father. Like yeah. what he has, he has like trampled on every stereotype that you could possibly have about a black man. But all you see is shut up and dribble. The level of disrespect. Uh, that they they feel they're being disrespected because you want me to be equal to this animal well because and they they refuse or can't or i don't know i don't know what it is but i i was talking about this on the on my solo podcast a couple weeks ago with like the the white people that they're on the verge of erupting at any minute but why you don't really know they're just like they're just they can't be they're so afraid well, i they're just afraid. told you why <laughs> well because yeah because black people are like hey we're not gonna be treated like this anymore and they're like wait no you have to <laughs> oh my god it's it's so exhausting i i it's, it's sad but mm. um one of the other things i talked about on on coach Vaughn podcast i think on the the last episode that i have up um 2020 uh, year in vision in HD or whatever I called it. Um, <laughs> I talked about, um, hoping that I see the, you know, my positive side, hoping that I see the fruits of all of this agony and, and hundreds and hundreds of years of oppression. I think that right now we're in a space where the, the, the foot is on the pedal we're not letting up. We're not taking our foot off your back or our knee off your neck. And not to say that, oh, we're out to do some revenge stuff. No, no. we literally just want you to get off of our necks with equality. Nobody's saying, hey, we want to reverse this and, make, and oppress you. That's white guilt because mm -hmm. you've known what you've done to black people mm -hmm. over years and years and what's your ancestor you know what you come from so abusers always think that the abused is going to try to become the abuser but usually the abused just want to be free of the abuse and that's where we're at the good thing about what's happening right now in 2020 year of vision is that there's there's no going back 
people who are operating on the, that old time, as Reverend Al said, they look like clowns. They sound stupid. No, they, no, it's happening. It's here. Where you could try this. Uh, black people are hanging themselves from trees if you want to, but we are going to launch a full investigation to this lynching. That's <laughs> what it is. No one's letting up. And real legislation and and things are being changed um there's a lot of information out there uh to learn how to put your vote in a right place lebron james has started a a, a voting rights campaign where um him and other athletes are fighting against voter suppression in black mm -hmm. areas there's the eight can't wait campaign there's uh, Michael Jordan put $100 million over the course of the next 10 years that will go to, to groups that are specifically out to stop systemic racism, like I'm assuming Black Lives Matter, mm -hmm. Urban League, NAACP. Um, the NFL has put forth, um, I think it was over $200 million, an enormous amount of money towards the same cause which i tweeted at the nfl and said um i nominate colin kaepernick to be the head of this mm -hmm. because who knows if he wants or can play what is it four years later after you block blackball him which is the, the insane irony, the fucking irony he's he's protesting police brutality and racism, and then you fucking you did exactly what the system is set up to do in front of everybody in front so of everybody. obvious so yeah. obvious. I'm not going to be hoodwinked anymore. I'm not going to let any anybody that I know hoodwink me or gaslight me or where I'm from is just simply called the okie doke. I'm not, I'm not with it. I, and mm. I'm a fair person. Like I said, you got one time. Yeah. Let me find out you still playing the, oh, I didn't know role. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The victim you role. The, the you, can't, you, you, you can't possibly not know once you've been told. Yep. You are willfully ignorant. Your complacency, your your silence of, is violence. All of that. We all know that now. So, yeah. Like I, 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 I went off on a tangent, but just to complete the thought of what I was saying on my podcast, which was, um, I'm a mother, and I'm a mother of a. Is it Gen Y or Gen Z? She's 21. So Gen, Gen Y, I think. Yeah, I think Gen it's Y. Gen Z, millennial, all same thing. Me. Yeah. I, I'm Gen X. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jen and grown as fuck X. So, <laughs> yeah. so I think that um, we talk a lot of crap about our kids being this microwave mentality generation, <laughs> right? And the epiphany that I had was maybe we needed their generation to be of the microwave mentality because those young people out there protesting ain't fucking around. They want results now. Mm -hmm. Now. Yeah. They don't have the patience for later. Yeah. And, anything. and I don't mind them microwaving this. I want to see, and I hope that I live long enough to see the other side of all of this chaos and all of this evil. I, I plan to, you know, this is my on record. Uh, if you catch me, if you see me hanging from a tree, I ain't commit suicide. They did it. The killers did it. Copy that. I plan on living a long, long, long time. My grandmother died. Um, a very healthy and active 96 year old. Damn. Yeah. She was on her way to work. She walked to work every day. Guess where her job was? What? She worked in an old folks home, taking care of the old people. She, she They're younger than her. <laughs> 60, 70 years old. She was in her nineties. Her, she literally was taking care of people 20 and 30 years younger than her. Oh my God. 
that I, I got strong roots. So yeah, damn. I, I'll probably drop a hundred in this life. So I'm very optimistic that I'm going to see the the other side of this chaos. There's people that thought they would never live. Like there's people that were alive that are alive right now that protest during the civil rights movement that yeah. they would never be a black president right but they got to see barack obama so my hopeful side um is there with it yeah my cynical side is like <laughs> yeah because you've been dis- disappointed so often of course like you can't it's almost yeah. like it's almost like i would almost feel scared to be hopeful because ugh if you lose that, you know, if, or if it doesn't, if you don't see change from this, what the fuck? Like, and, and, and I, and I try to tell, cause I know a lot of people that follow me are, are white. I would say mostly white. And it's like, don't you want to be a part of, of undoing one of the most disgusting, despicable displays of humanity in a legacy that is white supremacy? Don't you want to be associated with changing that and ending that? Because yeah, generational- there's a lot, I need to believe that there's a lot more good hearted people of all races, colors, genders, yeah. et cetera, than there are evil people. Just evil. Evil's is, the loudest. It's so loud. Yeah. I do believe that there are a lot more good people than bad, but there, we're at a point where um, like I was saying, you can't just say words or these big corporations can't just write checks. It's not enough. You have to be active. Your vote, you have to educate, it's work. You have to educate yourself on who you're voting for in these local elections. You have to understand the law. You have to understand your rights. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that Colin Kaepernick did right out the gate, um, he was doing um I don't know the exact name. You can look it up, but it's basically a know your rights. Campaign. Oh, like a law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you, when you get arrested or approached. So, you know, and it's like I said at the beginning of this podcast, we're exhausted because we have to be the best at whatever chosen field we have. We also have to be investigators, lawyers, uh, politicians. We have to be everything, but it's not enough to just talk about it. Uh, yes, use your platform. I thank you for using your platform. Thank you for having a good ear to, to listen. Thank, thank you for being humble enough to say, "Oh shit, I was wrong," and I didn't see it, but I see it now. Thank you for using your platform. But also, you know, like a lot of these influencers, I don't know if you've seen it, but they are like doing all these performances, and uh, it's like it know, makes me want to barf. It's it's like miss me with a with a bullshit performance, like when the and i appreciate the attempt the the actors who did the i i take responsibility that black and white video i never i laughed so hard i appreciate <laughs> but i could almost see the kente cloth around their neck when they when they when the, what was it, the democrats kneel no with the kente cloth i was like what is going on <laughs> They could have easily just wore a George Floyd I can't breathe t-shirt, you know, Black Lives Matter wear, t-shirt. Wear it to a Congress hearing. Right. And whatever, don't, yeah. the point that I'm making, because I, I tend to go off on these tangents, the point I'm making is all of this stuff is great. Sometimes y'all miss the mark and yep. it's hilarious. <laughs> However, the, the, yeah, yeah. The, the good intention is appreciated, but what is really going to count is if we all collectively it, it, I was using a hashtag, um, everybody against racism. 
if all mm. the good people collectively do the work that they need, the work, not the performances, not the yep. just talking, don't just talk about it, be about it. Mm-hmm. You, your power as a voter, know what your vote in, in, in your local elections, in, in, in the presidency, and just, it's not going to happen overnight. And some, some completely cynical people believe that they, this is just another Tuesday, it ain't going to do nothing. Mm-hmm. But there are already laws that have been changed, that could have been changed a long time ago. Better late than never, keep your foot on a gas pedal and just keep pushing forward. All of us, all of us good people. Yeah. It, yeah, and I think, sorry, what'd no, you say? I was just gonna say matter <laughs> <laughs> well and i and i think too like i i've never been um i never shy away from any topic that if something makes me really uncomfortable i almost want to lean in more because i'm like well why does that make me uncomfortable that probably means that i'm not understanding something i want to understand something that i'm not understanding and and i'm not afraid to fuck up in front of people because i know that i only have the best intentions but if i say something that's fucked up i want to know right away and i'll i will never fucking say it again like i really give a shit about not being another piece of shit and that's something that you and i have in common which is at at the core just an an intense self-awareness yeah not everybody and i i have been struggling with this since i moved to new york from small town usa um nobody everybody's not raised like me everybody doesn't have my heart everybody doesn't have my mind everybody isn't you know everyone isn't the same everyone everything the same and everybody isn't as bold as to look themselves in the mirror and go oh yeah that that, uh, that's kind of fucked up yeah and and i don't lie to themselves all the time so of course they're gonna lie to you it's it's so fucked up though too because looking yourself in the mirror when you've said something or or when you fuck up and you're you fuck up in front of people what a moment to connect to your own humanity and because that forces you to go that's why like getting dragged on the internet is not i i'm not against it i i fucking if i get the times i've been dragged on the internet have made me sit with myself crying because i'm very sensitive and i'm like bullying but uh but but then i but you know at the core of it i go am i this thing are there things and you really have to have an honest conversation with yourself what are my intentions what do i give a shit about what is are my morals aligned like who am i and it forces you to kind of reckon with yourself that's a lot that you do that most people don't do because their ego stands in the way of such a shame There's a lot of ego that stands in the way of people just saying, I'm sorry, or I was wrong. I've, I've never been that person. I'm I'm a lot like you in that sense that if I was wrong about something, not only, yeah, I sincerely feel bad about it and I want to see how I can reconcile it, but I also don't want to make that same mistake again. Yeah. I don't want to be hurtful of people or, or do whatever my mistake was. I am going to own it. And then some. Yep. But in this evil ass world we live in, I think a lot of people believe that um, saying I'm sorry or saying that, hey, I was wrong and that admission of guilt is an open door for people to further attack you. So they they stand their ground on their bullshit at all costs. Mm. It takes a very humble, self-aware person that has set their ego aside that says, hey, 
um, I have to own this and I may be accountable for this mistake for the rest of my life. But at the end of the day, I was wrong. And what I get out of being wrong and learning that I was wrong is that I will never make this mistake again. But some mistakes are, are lifetime mistakes mm. that you live with forever we all have them we all have battle scars as women as as men as people no one has lived a a perfectly charmed life without making mistakes yes sit on you forever Mm. yeah i just it just it doesn't it's so much better because i've been i've there's been instances in my life and i'm sure in every person's life because i think this is a human thing to hold on to that ego and and try to convince yourself that you were right in the situation i've been i've had arguments with friends where i got mad at a friend this was years ago i remember this argument and i just felt i don't i don't have stupid arguments with my friends and i just felt so silly for blaming i blame this friend for something and then it clicked and i'm like no christina you were being the asshole here and i was like Oh, and sometimes oh, fuck! I'm so sorry. Like, sometimes it takes a minute. Yeah, and but but why? Like, you or see that in the moment. Yeah, but when you do see it, like, it's just so much better to just go. Yeah, I and you. It's like you enter a new level or a new layer. Or you shed a little layer, little tiny layer of ignorance off of yourself every time you do that. And it's like, why wouldn't you fucking do that? And that's why I wish more white people wouldn't be so fucking scared to talk about race because if your heart is in the right place the the truth will survive skepticism you know what i mean like i said we're at a place where you're gonna have to at this point because you just yeah. sound it. uh you sound like a clown like i i posted on instagram i don't know if you saw it i, I reposted something that i had posted in like, like 2017 and it was um a, a post about donald trump saying uh he was talking about statues and like oh when will it end They're, they want to take this down and want to take that down this was 2017 mm-hmm. after the capital happened and now the statues are coming down like they are they are ripping these confederate bullshit ass statues down and all types of stuff happening right now and i reposted it and it's so relevant to how stupid people sound like mm-hmm. you're more upset about this statue's life than you are about a human life. So no, statues' lives matter. Thank you, statues, for letting them see the light of how we feel. Because that's what we say every single time an unarmed black man is shot and killed. Who's next? How many more? What's next? It's, that's, you're literally saying what we're saying about human life. You're saying about a fucking statue. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it's statues that are, in clear of, of losers of american values and the american flag so go fuck yourself yeah it's, it's no more no more you don't get a pass you don't you sound stupid you don't get to at this point you might as well say the n-word with a hard er because i know what you mean by thug like just let's not st- let's stop playing these games yeah 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 these games. yeah don't not to be about it what side of history are you going to be on Absolutely. Yeah. And there's always, you know, when, when Kurt and I started Guys We Fucked and we talked to people about really violent things that have happened to them or like just crazy, weird, like things that you're like, I didn't even know that's a thing that could happen. It was like a horror movie that this person just emailed me was their life experience. And, yeah. and so it's like, wow, all of this. And then, then the shock wore off and we're like, yeah, of course this happens. And then, so it's, it's interesting to see, um, 
I don't know. I, it must be, it's got to be frustrating for, for black people, though, to see white people go, oh, like, ugh, God, I just We've wish they could the keep that to your time. fucking self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. that's such a slap in the face. Like, it's just, it's just, oh, but what? Oh. The oh, what you're saying by oh is all this time you thought we, we was lying, you thought we were bullshitting, you thought we were exaggerating, you thought we was, yeah. and, it, and the irony of uh, the irony of of what George Floyd is, how he looks, his how tall he is, his stature, like the exactly what they scared of, yeah. To a yeah. T. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 uh, this is who y'all think it's okay to just kill. This is who's live. You don't think matters a black man based on what, based on what? Yeah. You yeah. decided you, the police decided in broad daylight to execute a man and everybody's okay with this. Since what, what happened to uh, serve and protect? Because serve and protect is supposed to mean that you are even protecting me from myself as a criminal. You are supposed to take me in unharmed. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. And like I. Dollars pay them to kill us. This money, when they have these settlements with the police department, it doesn't come out of their pension. It doesn't come out of anything that affects them. It's taxpayer dollars. If you hear about- Really? Uh, they settled for a million dollars, this 25,000, whatever, whatever number they put on that life. It's not coming out of the police budget. It's coming out of tax. Well, that is the police budget. It's taxpayer dollars. It's not coming out of anything that will stop them from going, whoa, 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 whoa. wait a minute. Yeah. Wait there's no, there's no well, consequence. It's going to affect me. There's no consequence. Mm -hmm. They're protected. They have this complete autonomy, like the unchecked power. It's, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And it's like, how don't, how don't you see this? And no, all cops aren't bad. And it's just a few bad apples, but just that very phrase, like you're, you're forgetting the other half of the, a few bad apples. What's the other half of that? spoils the bunch mm -hmm. yes that's conveniently yep. leaving the shit off a few bad apples spoiled the bunch that's the phrase yeah it's a, it's a, and at this point who gives a shit about the good cops anymore you shouldn't get applause for not killing somebody that's your job that's part of your job there's no empathy yeah <laughs> The cops that quit in New York after the old man got oh pushed Oh, my God. Well, they were, yeah. Wait, I don't know his name, but I, I call him Officer Fonzarelli because he looked like Henry Wrinkler. Girl, <laughs> he was going on this rant. Oh, he was so mad. He was, he was so the He was like, stop yeah. villainizing us. You're treating us like animals. You're and I'm sitting there like, oh, the irony. Oh, and, and oh, he, the the This fear. is what black people have been saying. You, he doesn't even hear himself and and it's my opinion um give or take one or two the cops that are quitting are the cops that are afraid that their 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 records they are going to become public Exposed. records they have to be accountable for the things they have done in the past and they can't operate as a policeman without abusing people so they want to quit so good be gone Th let that one stay that dude who worked at the police union when he was yelling, stop villainizing us. I'm like, you, what a, 
<laughs> what a coward. And, and I'm like, you're, you're, you are nothing. And you are showing that you're screaming that into a camera that you are nothing by everything, by how you look, how your eyes look right now, by the level of your voice, the words you're choosing to use, you are just screaming into the ether. I am nothing. And it's and everything that he said is what they do to black people every day. You, 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 George Floyd did nothing wrong. His, his crime was his black skin. Yeah. He, nothing, he, nothing wrong. He, oh, he spent a counterfeit $20 bill, but because of his black skin, he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he didn't fucking know it was counterfeit. We're just going to assume that he's a counterfeit criminal now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you went in and spent a, a you could take a, a $20 bill to Bank of America and then be like, oh dear, dear Miss Christina Hutchinson, yeah. mm-hmm. did, you, did you happen to know that this bill wasn't real? Let's, we're going to replace it for you, ma'am. We're going to replace it. for. But no, George Floyd, because he's a black man, he's just automatically a criminal in the eyes of these racists. So that he deserves to be publicly executed? Okay. And, All right. And- no, no more. Mm-mm. And one of the, because you know that I'm, I'm like, I'm obsessed with the psychology behind childhood trauma specifically, uh, just because we, we hear, I hear from listeners all the time that have gone through things. And, and then I realize, oh, but, you know, I've had my, my, my share of certain things that were traumatic uh, with a depressed parent. But, but one of the definitions of childhood trauma, and, and so, many, so much of the population has experienced it and they don't even know it is when a, when a parent, the first time a parent denies your reality or denies what you're feeling, that's when trauma starts. And black people, they've yes. been denied. Not only are you, you are excelling in, in every area. You can find a black person in any field that is better than everybody else. And you're getting treated like animals by the the, the system that's supposed to protect you that was never even that was never built to protect you but it ha- it's under that false pretense the, the your your brain goes into like this trauma state when when you're when you're getting gaslit that's why like you hear I've heard stories about people um, like getting kid like Elizabeth smart I think got kidnapped and then but she was out in public with the kidnapper because she was like oh I guess I guess that he's my dad now or some you know what I mean like crazy shit will happen because yeah, but yeah, but because when you're when you're when your reality is denied time and time again, that's so fucking traumatizing. Like that's so, it's so traumatizing. And and the fact that that's not, it's not recognized. It's just it makes me want to fucking. I, I don't it makes me want to fucking pull my hair out. Able to accomplish that we have been able to accomplish is amazing. Yeah, the, the amount of. Uh, low self-esteem and and uh, low self-value that mm-hmm. is just ingrained in us just just because of everything that, that you just outlined. It, it's it's amazing that we've gotten this far. So I'm I'm very hopeful about what what it's going to be for future generations to come. Yeah. I mean, what, what else can you say or do? But I, I just know that I have to do my part. We can't be lazy voters anymore. We can't be 
um, unfortunately, it, it, we shouldn't have to sign, have a million signatures for a petition just to get someone arrested for a murder. Um, it, it's, it, and we say it all the time, look at how many names there are that we know that were videotaped. What about the ones that aren't? So it's, it's exhausting, but hey, don't give up the good fight. Because, you know, that's, that's a fact of life on, on every level. Without hope, it's a wrap. Yep, I agree. Where can we find you online? Where, uh, what podcast do uh, you have? Uh, my podcast directly. Right now, you could go to coachvonvompodcast.com, or you could just go to grownaf comedy.com and you get to see because uh, i have two podcasts okay. um the grown as fuck podcast which you were on uh is on hiatus due to uh covid19 and i'm looking forward to getting that back up and running and in studio with guests and stuff but the coach one podcast is is a podcast it's just a stream of thought it's you know we're ball is life literally and i i, I talk about all these things um and that you know we were just talking about and more and uh that's coachvonpodcast.com but if you go to grownafcomedy.com you could get links to both and and my book and and I do one on ones I'm doing all kinds of stuff out here in this yeah. evil world <laughs> you're making it a better place and uh, the, yeah uh, yes that's my fiance side because Solange is like this <laughs> but you yeah but both sides are good and you but your your spirit is uh is you have one of I don't know I love working with you and I love I just love your spirit it's one of my favorite of all the spirits that I've known thank you <laughs> I don't any updates on a coronavirus before we go I fucking forgot people that was even crazy. happening people are acting like it is over but I don't know. There's comedy shows happening and stuff. Have you done any stand-up? I've not done stand-up. I've done New York Comedy Club shows on Zoom where we not had some Zoom stuff, like literal. Oh, I did a mic at um, Stand Up New York. I did a you mic. Did that outside show on the truck. Thing? It was in the club. No, no, no. It was in the club. Ah. There's there an open mic. Oh, if you want, if, I can give you info for that because I, I if you're comfortable, you go in the club. They have hand sanitizer and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> they, they publicize it on their Instagram, so it's fine. But um, yeah, I'll give you the info if you want to go. Um, I think it's right. Yeah, you can send me the info. Um, I, to hold I a mic is crazy. Right. But like, uh, Here's the thing. So we're in phase one of reopening, right? In mm. New York. And I don't even know what this stuff means anymore. But <laughs> what I do know is my schedule was popping before we went on lockdown. And um, one of the things I had, excuse me, I had gotten a gig in Vegas, like back in February and March, I got it for July. Oh. Yeah, at the Plaza. Ooh. Um, Parks. And I was so excited. And then, you know, lockdown happened, but July was a ways away. And now July is approaching. And they called me a few weeks ago and said, hey, just let you know, we don't know where we're going to be in July, but you're still on the books for the show. If we're open, you know, we, we still would love to have you. Um, if you don't feel like it's safe to travel at that time, we'll just book you on a later, later time in the year, but just want to, you know, talk to you about it. So I appreciated the phone call and I, you know, I was like, yeah, just leave me on the books. 
you know, where are we going to be in July? And here we are, July is approaching and you don't have a decision to make if, if they are going to be open. It's, right now, I still don't know. Um, I haven't gotten a, like an official phone call saying we are open for your dates. Yeah. Um, so I still don't know, but I know that that decision is going to have to be made soon. soon. And I'm like, yeah. well, I don't, I, it just feels like you have to live your life, but just with a mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rule. I think that's the rule. I think that the mask is really helping. Uh, but the thing is, a spike might happen the day before your flight and then they cancel it. But the good news is with the traveling and stuff, people are going to refund. I, I, it seems that people are really good about refunding. Because I, like, I rescheduled a trip to August that I'm like, can I get my money back if it's Corona? Yeah, and they're like, yeah. When that first happened, it was of my mind <laughs> that I was basically going to be in a house until they found a vaccine. <laughs> right. Well, that's pr- the safest thing to do. Like, that doesn't seem like a realistic possibility. But let mm. me tell you something. My Gen X lungs is like, bitch, <laughs> sit down. Yeah, sit down. yeah. You ain't, you don't have uh, Gen Y millennial lungs to be running around. Yeah, but you don't smoke. I don't smoke, but I do have, you know, my, um, I have horrible allergies. And which, asthma. It, it caused a little tiny little issue with my lungs that have oh. asthmatic symptoms. And yeah, I have to be very careful with my lungs. Long story short. Yeah. Uh, Oof. So I'm not necessarily in a category of people that could be like, yo, what's up? Let me grab yeah. that bike side. No, it's like, yeah. Uh, and that's uh, too far to drive. Vegas is too, that's a, that's a big drive. Oof. If I start now, maybe I'll get there, but it's the second July. My dates were in the second week in July. I don't know. I have to look it up. But anyway, um, keep up with everything. Um, please do support my podcast, both of them. But right now, what what is current is Coach Vaughn podcast. And um, when stand up comes back, please do support that as well. And um, whatever else I'm doing out in these in these chaotic streets. <laughs> revolutionary streets i'm so tired yeah yeah it's and it i'm gonna take a three-day nap after this podcast well be (laughs) well because you're such an empath too i imagine like your energy is probably like better when you're staying at home but then this all happened and you're like okay i literally absorb everything it's i have to and i have been learning how to um, withdraw from it a little bit. I'm learning, especially as I get older, I'm learning balance a lot better where, you know, I can't be hundred percent in or a hundred percent percent out. I have to find that delicate balance Mm -hmm. of being the caring, loving empath that I am, but at the same time in myself and, and not putting myself in or my health in danger by a completely absorbing everything and everybody else. Yeah. So I don't. It's know. it's that rule of put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you help the person next to you because you can't. Right. Yeah. That's that's why. I, I, yeah. I, I always try to encourage people to like make sure you at least take a little bit, a little chunk out of your day to just sit still, look out the window, look at the breeze flowing through the trees. Just take a moment to re-remember that you're on Earth and. There's nature and just take your, yeah. Yeah. Look at and, a leaf. You know, reflect, breathe. I'll tell you though, that, that Calm app, you see them commercials for the yes. Calm app? That gives me so much anxiety. Oh, really? <laughs> I, 
<laughs> yeah, I think that's a LeBron thing too. But whenever I see those commercials for the calm, I, I, it stresses me out. So I'm like, I can't sit here. <laughs> oh yeah. Those are 15 seconds. I could have gotten something done. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I got a lot of work to do with the calm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll all figure it out. And I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy to know people the good people so that I don't feel like I'm alone in this life because it, sometimes mm -hmm. you look around and you go, you know, who has it made in this world? People who don't give a fuck because it must be so easy to just live your life and just not care. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. I don't know that I want to know how to do that. Yeah. Ugh. You know, the grass always looks greener on the other side, but it is painful to care. It is, it's pain. <laughs> it's pain, yeah. but you know, yeah. Ain't no game. Let's go. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much. No, you are Twitter and Instagram, and I got a TikTok now for unnecessary foolishness. Um, uh, and I've been that TikTok has been my place where I've put like old vacation. Oh, what's your TikTok handle? Uh, everything. All my handles on all my social media is at Von Carlo. V O N D E C A R L O. They're all the same. Perfect. Um, I'll put them on the description. So if you're listening right now, the description of this pod, this podcast episode is going to have your uh, Vaughn's social media and website. So you don't have to write anything down. Yay. Thank you, um, everyone who's listening um, of sound mind and a good heart. And for all y'all uh, people who didn't understand anything that we just talked about, don't worry about it. You're probably just the devil. <laughs> uh, you're the best. Thank you so much. And thank you for... Thank you for everything. You're you're an amazing person, and I'm so thankful to know you. And thank you for explaining to me the shit, dumb shit that comes out of my mouth. And I'm like, wait, what's the bloody feet thing? I really appreciate your patience and grace and kindness in explaining that to me. Oh my god, I'm 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 happy to know you too. You're you're, <laughs> you're a sweetheart and awesome person. All right, guys, I'll talk to you next Wednesday.
Made the last one burn into flame.